Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Little Fish Podcast, Season 3, The School of Marketing. I'm Joel Eschenbach, and I'm so glad to have you here with me, as always. Today, in this episode, we're going to talk about how to get the most out of your Facebook ads. But before we get into all that, if you've been tracking with me through this season of the podcast, you've learned a lot, but you've had trouble implementing some of this stuff into your own business or even figuring some of it out, and you just need help. I'm starting a masterclass, the School of Marketing Masterclass, very soon. Go to the littlefishpodcast.com forward slash masterclass to sign up for that. It's going to be me and hopefully you and a small group of business leaders. And we're going to be working through most of what we've covered in this podcast. It's going to be really hands-on training. You're going to learn. uh, Actually, you're going to walk away with the words you need on your website and done a totally finished email sales funnel, a lead generating PDF or lead magnet, and a digital marketing strategy you need for your business to move forward. But I will warn you, it's going to be a lot of work. You're going to learn a ton, but you're going to walk away with everything you need to get your business in the right spot online. Uh, And maybe it's something, maybe you're starting a side hustle or it's something new and you want to get the messaging and your marketing right to begin with, or maybe it's just time to renovate your marketing altogether. I would love to work directly with you alongside of a few other small business owners, and we will do it together. Uh, School of Marketing Masterclass. Go to the littlefishpodcast.com forward slash masterclass. That's going to be starting soon. So reserve your spot today. Well, on today's episode, we are talking to Alex Lau. He is the owner of the C-Sharp Group. He's all the way in Melbourne, Australia. But the important thing about Alex and his team are they are experts at uh, Facebook ads. These guys know their stuff. And Alex, I've worked with him for a long time. And you're going to learn a ton today about Facebook ads. If you're anything like me, you've probably played around with boosting posts in the past, or uh, you've tried Facebook ads out. Maybe you've lost a lot of money. Before I knew what I was doing, I did too. But Alex is going to clear away the fog on Facebook ads, and you're going to learn a ton today. So let's check out my interview with Alex Lau. Well, hey, Alex. Thank you for coming on the podcast. It's so good to have you, man. Joel, you're one of my favorite people on the planet. It's such a pleasure. Thanks. And you're coming to us from across the world. Uh, yes. In Melbourne. Melbourne, Australia. That's where we're at. Um, and uh, we're million, you know, miles apart. But um, yeah, love what you guys are doing. And um, really happy to be on the show. Awesome. Well, it's good to have you. So what I want to talk about today is Facebook ads. Uh, you yes. and your agency, C Sharp, you guys are Facebook ad gurus. Um, and so we, we've been talking on the podcast so far about uh, getting your website right, email sales funnel, lead magnets, even what what you should be measuring conversions to see if you're getting yeah. an effective uh, spend or traffic, whatever it is. Yeah. But that's where we're at now. We're at how do you get traffic to your website? Um, and mm. one of the ways to do that is through Facebook ads. And I see a lot of people start there. Mm. So uh, I want to start with boosting your posts. I think yeah. that that's where a lot of people start. They they put a post on Facebook organic. And then they get that little prompt to boost their post. How effective is boosting your post on Facebook? Yeah. So I always tell people this is Facebook way, Facebook's way to suck money out of your pocket by giving me little doses of dopamine. It's like a drug, right? Um, So um, I am totally not for boosting posts. It is obviously very easy to do. You hit that little button, you put in your credit card and then you spend 10 bucks, 15 bucks or whatever. Um, And then what Facebook's going to do is obviously you get to go in and choose your audience to a certain type and whatnot. 
that's all great. But what Facebook does uh, when you do boosting posts out of the Facebook app um, is they automatically optimize your ads to getting likes and getting comments and shares and stuff like that, right? Okay. And then they're gonna give you, so when they do that, you are going to get a lot of likes or video, video views per se, right? According to Facebook standards. Um, which is anything more than two and a half seconds, right? So um, okay. you get a lot of these stats or matrix, matrix um, uh, which is what we call the vanity matrix, right? Um, so we speak to clients all the time, you know, they come to me and say, Alex, you know, oh, my last Facebook post, I spent 50 bucks and I got 250 likes. Great. How, how, how's your sales going, right? Yeah. How, how, you know, how are those 250 likes going to make you money? Right? That's the question to ask. So, um, yeah, for, for people who are listening or starting out or, you know, being tempted to hit that boost post button and spend 20 bucks to get 250 likes, don't do it. Mm, yeah, that's yeah. good. You've got to feel, you got to feel, it's like taking a drug, right? You've got to feel good, but yeah. it's not going to yeah. do you any good. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And, and ultimately we're trying to get people to, to take action. Like you said, to get yeah. a sale or to get a lead, yeah. get to that's download right. something, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's interesting what you mentioned before, you know, a lot of people rush into driving traffic, you know, they build a site or they've got an existing website and whatnot. Um, they rush into building traffic, but they, as you would know, um, the first question to ask is, is your website designed to convert, right? Mm -hmm. So what's the point of driving mass traffic to a website that converts 1%? Right. So I think, you know, even before we think about Facebook ads and Google AdWords and all these amazing you know, channels that will drive you mass traffic, the question that I would always ask my clients is how confident are you uh, when we drive mass traffic to your website? Uh, how confident are you um, that you're going to actually convert a lot of um, leads to clients, let alone getting leads? Right. Yeah. So that yeah. would be the questions that I'll be asking. Yeah, for sure. You're speaking my language there. I get it. I, yeah, <laughs> definitely. That's good stuff. Yeah. Um, so let's let's assume that that step has been done. So they, they've mm -hmm. their website's set up to convert. They've they've got a, a lead generator, a lead magnet. They've got a, a sales funnel in place. Uh, so let's say all that's done. Where would you recommend they start with Facebook ads? Yeah. So, um, or even like, uh, what type so of campaign should they run? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, so, uh, first and foremost, I would always recommend doing two things. Um, if you have a website, uh, just a website, a landing page or whatever, without any sales funnels or lead magnets or anything like that, right? If you just have a website and your goal is to um, drive traffic uh, to the site and see what works, see if your website actually converts. So, there, uh, this is, um, we always recommend people um, uh, doing a traffic. Um, traffic campaign so tr tr in our language we call it tts traffic to site okay. right so okay. um so basically you you set up your facebook ad account uh when you create a campaign you tell facebook hey the, the goal or the objective of this of this campaign is to drive traffic so that means um facebook's going to find those people um who would be more likely to um click through uh, an ad and go and exit Facebook and go to a website, right? And Facebook's going to try and optimize uh, these ads to give you the cheapest um, um, cost per click as possible, right? The, okay. cheap, the cheapest cost per click uh, possible um, going into your site. Right. Gotcha. Um, okay. So that would be the first step that, uh, that I would be taking. So basically you would, um, you want to drive as much traffic uh, to your site as possible with um, uh, with less spent, right? 
um, not necessarily the highest quality in tra uh, in, 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 in audience, um, but I, I would be uh, doing that as a first step to see uh, what my conversion rate is um, on my website from the get-go. Obviously, okay. after that, we can talk about, you know, optimizing your, your, your ads for conversion, uh, which means that you'll be spending a little bit more on clicks, but, you know, Facebook will be driving slightly higher quality traffic to your website. That's, that's the next level. And um, yeah, yeah, that's another rabbit hole that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. they'll get some quick wins. What you're saying is they'll get some quick wins right away and be able to, what I, what I'm hearing you say too, is figure out what your conversion rate is. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And so, why is that important to figure out the conversion rate? Yeah. Well, um, even, even before we talk about conversion rate uh, is uh, traffic to site campaigns are also very good to help you analyze your user experience as well. Right. So okay. um, if you do install things like Hotjar or any heat mapping uh, or tracking tools on your website, when you drive um, mass traffic to your website in the hundreds or if not thousands with, you know, maybe 300 bucks spent or 500 bucks spent or whatever, you'll start getting some early insights in terms of what is working mm. On your site, what what buttons are people clicking on? Which sections people are, are staying for longer? So you start seeing those insights. But um, so that's before conversion. Um, I always say to I always say to my clients, um, the first probably month or so, or two or three weeks of any um, paid ad activity that you would do using Facebook or even Google AdWords is data acquisition. Right? Um, we're we're not necessarily always going in for the kill. Right. And that's, that's something that we can talk about a little bit later as, you know, some of the mindset stuff, when people run an ad, they spend a thousand bucks. They think, you know, they're going to make 2000 bucks back in two weeks time. Right. That happens. Um, 1% of the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. um, but, but the mindset should always been, Hey, um, we want to spend some money to get some data to see what my website is actually doing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That is a good mindset. Mm. Everybody wants a quick win, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So in that, so the first, the first campaign you're going to run is a mm. traffic campaign. Um, mm. If you don't have anything else set up. So what if you do have a, a yes. lead magnet or a nurturing campaign or something like yeah. that? Yeah. So, um, so if you do have a lead magnet or nurturing campaign, uh, one, one of the most effective campaigns that you can run. And frankly, my favorite campaign to run is what we call Facebook lead ads. Okay. Um, and not a lot of people know about, surprisingly, not a lot of people uh, know about Facebook lead ads or do Facebook lead ads, all right? So basically how it works is, it's beautiful how it works. Um, basically how it works is, um, let's say you've got a lead magnet for your, for your uh, or lead generating PDF or video series or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. um, you, you, um, you put out an ad on Facebook and you optimize it um, or you structure it. You tell Facebook, hey, I want to run, run this as a lead ad, right? Okay. So, um, and obviously you guys can Google, um, just Google Facebook lead ads and, and, and you'll see what the effect is. But basically what it does is when people see the ad uh, and they're interested in the lead magnet, they click the download button. Um, there will be a pop-up from Facebook. So this time you're not leaving Facebook, right? Because when you think about it, people go on Facebook wanting to stay on Facebook. Yeah. Right. right. Um, or go, same, same, same thing with Instagram or any social platform. Right. Um, so it's already a big ask when you're trying to drive people from Facebook to another website. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, the beautiful thing about Facebook lead ad is you're not leaving Facebook. So there's a 
pop up uh, from Facebook, uh, within Facebook. And then from there, your um, details, your email addresses, phone numbers, uh, names, and all that um, uh, will be automatically filled out, right? Because Facebook essentially knows everything about your life, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they know your email address, they know your phone number and all sorts of other details, right? So um, you, cl you click download, your details automatically pop up, right? And all you need to do as a user is to just to hit submit. And then that detail then goes to CRM and then you can trigger your email sequence and whatnot, right? What you can, yeah, what you can almost guarantee 99% of the time is people are going to give you their correct email address because they want to receive that, that, that asset, right? Mm -hmm. um, so for me, this is the, the, the quickest way for you to build your database at scale, to acquire leads at scale. Right. Um, so Facebook lead ads, uh, if you, if you do have an email sequence and a sales funnel or a lead generating PDF, um, you're leaving a lot of money on the table by not running Facebook lead ads. Yeah, no, that's good. And I think it's a good reminder too, that you're, we're building that relationship with a customer over time. So yeah. it's, it's not about getting that sale right away, but if they're downloading your lead generator, then they're yeah. going to be nurtured over time and then hopefully yeah. turn into a, a qualified sale eventually. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think, I think you would agree that, you know, the biggest asset in marketing is your database. It's not mm -hmm. Facebook ads. It's not yeah. Google AdWords. The biggest asset that you can acquire for your marketing is your database. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so Facebook, you know, uh, is a great vehicle, uh, to do that. Nice. So we've got the traffic driven ads and then we've got the, the lead, what, what were they called one more time? The lead, lead ads, lead ads. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So that's, those are kind of two steps that fit right along with what we've been talking about in the podcast this season. So that's, that's perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. Outside of that, like outside of, of what you talked about, what else, when you talk about uh, types of Facebook ads that work, cause I see people do videos. I know yeah. we've had some success with videos, but then sometimes videos, I don't know, they don't want to prove them or, or whatever. I've had a lot of issues yeah. with that. What, yeah. what other types of ads do you see that work pretty well? So basically, the the only three types that you can um, three types of ads that you can put out. Um, so video ads, image ads, uh, obviously in combination with text and copy and all that, and then you've got carousels, right? Um, I don't personally, I don't have a preference. All of okay. them work, but okay. it comes down to once again the purpose, the objective, and what you're trying to do. I'll give you an example, right? Whenever you're doing um, video, um, not only on Facebook, just on the internet in general, right? Whenever you're putting out a piece of video, I don't care if it's a 30 second trailer or whatever, you're asking for people's time, mm -hmm. right? And people don't have time to spend on the internet these days, right? Yeah. We're all fatigued with watching videos and stuff like that. So, it, so you just need to think about the objective. If right now my objective is to send as much traffic to my website the quickest way possible, I, was, I would go for image ads all day, okay. right? Um, a, a, a cleverly designed image ad should feature a, you know, really compelling headline, uh, which you obviously you need to um, stay within a 20% rule within Facebook, which means that your text cannot be anything more than 20% of the overall image, right? right. So that means okay. you don't have a lot of real estate and also you can't write an essay, right? Yeah. So you need to have, <laughs> you need to, you need to make sure that messaging cuts through. Um, and then uh, the image itself obviously uh, needs to be designed in the way that portrayed the picture of success or you're trying to solve a problem and visually you're sending a very clear message, right? So for me, um, uh, the quickest 
traffic you can get uh, and, and the cheapest traffic you can get from experience would be image ads, right? But if the um, goal is to acquire higher quality clients or you're trying to sort of educate your audience or communicate in a more sort of elaborated way, so video obviously is a great vehicle, right? Carousel is interesting as well, um, especially if you, um, and once again, this is more of a strategic question. So for example, we run uh, Carousel ads for some of our campaigns where we're showing a whole bunch of client results, right? Okay. Uh, to, to make the point that um, our strategy or our consulting or our, you know, our services work across the board with different industries. So we would run a Carousel ad saying, bus company in Brisbane, you know, 15% conversion and hospital in Melbourne, blah, blah, blah right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so it really comes down to the purpose and the, and the context. So, um, but once again, like, you know, at the end of the day, it's all the mindset stuff. You just need to be clear in terms of what the goal is right now and what you're trying to do. And then you just design a campaign accordingly. Yeah, so, so back up, actually think about, it seems so obvious, but so many times we don't think about what we're actually yeah. doing or why we're doing what we're doing. So that's a good yeah. point about image ads versus videos. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of people just are bombarded with all these hacks they can uh -huh. see online. Oh, I read a blog, you know, video works or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. And one thing when you're talking about higher quality leads with video, one thing I have seen that, that works better with video is if you natively post the video on Facebook yes. versus I've done both. And I've yeah. seen that that has a better conversion rate. Also, I've, I've experimented with adding captions. So yeah. there's, there's caption services. Um, Rev.com is one of them. I've used Zubtitles is another one with a Z. Zubtitles.com. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and both of those give you caption <laughs> options, which, you know, I don't know about you, but when I'm scrolling through Facebook at night, mm -hmm. I'm not watching no. any videos, but I'll no. read the captions. That's right. Yep. So, so as you would know, most people would know uh, when you put out video, it will be on silent uh, by default. And uh, if you have a silent video doing, you know, like a talk head style, you're not going to get the cut through, right? So um, caption using words. So that's why words is so important, right? Using words and place them at the right place. Uh, using caption is definitely one, one of the better hacks that you can uh, try and, you know, hijack the attention. Um, it's interesting that it's interest is an interesting proposition, uh, talking about, um, raw versus produced really. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. I'm a huge fan of raw, um, yeah. because, um, as you would know, people, people, people are on social, people are on social media trying to be social, right? Yeah. So if something is too polished and too produced, um, people already know that you're trying to there's a commercial agenda behind it. Right. Mm, mm, so, yeah. so in order for you, it's all about getting the attention, right? So yep. whatever you can do to get the attention. So just making sure that the content that you're putting out, or the ads that you're putting out are actually socially designed. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. I, that's a hard one for me because <laughs> I like to produce nice, uh, good looking content, but also yeah. I'm a designer by trade. So like, yeah, it's hard for me to just think organically yeah. like that. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, a, it's a discipline. Yeah. yeah, so what what I've been experimenting uh, with ourselves is, you know, I would I would I would just shoot videos on on, on my phone and I flick it to the team to semi produce it, right? Yeah. yeah. So that you know, eighty percent of it is still it's just me doing this, right? Uh -huh. um, like me doing this. Yeah. Right. 
right. um, but you know, um, but but the, I get my team to you know edit the footage and put some captions on, and and um, yeah, and it's it's proven to be to be working. Yeah, that's a good tip. Yeah. Well, let's talk about uh, demographics and targeting. This is a <laughs> this I think this one can get pretty complicated pretty fast. Yes. If you're new to ads in general, digital ads, whether it's Google ads or Facebook ads. This yeah. is something you're talking about right away. And a lot of my clients get into this. Well, can we target this? Can we target that? Um, yeah. How specific should people get, especially when starting out, getting into audiences and demographics? What are your yeah. thoughts there? Man, it is a million dollar question and it takes a long time to master the balance between, you know, the, the, the width of the reach uh, versus the depth. Um, I always compare, like this is a little bit off topic, but I always compare paid ads as stock investing. You, you mm. just, it's just a skill that you need to get better at and it's a mindset, it's psychology involved and things like that, right? Yeah. So, um, so there's no short answer, you know, to like, you know, how do you go about with targeting? But obviously I can, I can give some general rules and, and we go from there, right? Yeah. So great. two things. Number one, um, your... If, that's why your database is so important because um, one of the tricks that you can do is you, if you've got a sizable database, I'm talking about thousands, right? Um, or if, if hundred, you know, if you've got close to a thousand, 500 to a thousand uh, in your database, um, one of the things that you can do is you can import your entire database onto Facebook, right? And create what we call a look alike audience, right? And for okay. me, that that is the quickest way like you can we we can gig out on how to target on say like you know pulling data from facebook and all that stuff like i can get into that stuff a little bit uh, later but importing your database is the quickest way for you to get some quick wins right okay mm -hmm. so what 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 it does is let's say i don't know you've got three thousand people and sitting on your database you import that onto facebook um, and then essentially what you're, what you're telling Facebook is, Hey, these are my, um, clients or ideal prospects or whatever. Um, there are 3000 of them. Uh, I want you to try and find a pattern out of these people. Right. Mm -hmm. So let's say they're all male age between 40 and 60 or like golf and BMW and whatever. Right. So yeah. I want yeah. you to, here's my database. I want you to try and find a pattern out of that. Right. So Facebook's going to data match maybe 60, 70% of that. Right. Um, and then they're going to expand that pool based on your locations or, 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 or age group or whatever basic metrics that you set, uh, that you set to Facebook. Right. Okay. Okay. So that already is, is, is the best way for you to sort of, fish within your own pond mm -hmm. right um you know without without sort of having to guess what your what your what your uh, what your target audience what they like and what they don't like and things like that right so that's the okay. first one if that makes okay. sense so import your database onto onto facebook and create a lookalike audience and just target to that group right because gotcha. based on that you already have a lot to work with right yeah, yeah. gotcha okay yeah, the second one obviously is to is to uh, create what we call saved audience uh, in in Facebook's language, right? Uh, which means that you go into the audience settings and then you create uh, a saved audience, and then you go into this um, page where you select um, your basic uh, your basic targeting, uh, such as your location, your age group, your gender, your language, and things like that. 
And then you go into the detail targeting, which is where the fun comes in, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so the detail targeting basically uh, is um, uh, selecting the data that is currently available on Facebook, okay. right? Based on their audience, right? Um, but at that point, you're guessing, right? It's based on assumption, based on your experience or based on whatever research that you do. And then you just tell Facebook, um, it's very likely that my clients like BMW and Mercedes and they play golf and they like fishing and they like holidays and stuff like that. And then you just go into a rabbit hole of finding these keywords and you can spend hours on this stuff. Right. Um, but there's one, um, uh, one method that we, we've, uh, we, we've been using throughout the years and is, is quite, is quite, um, is quite a good, uh, starting point, right? Okay. It's what we call the three F principle. Okay. Okay, um, so the three F principle uh, is uh, where do they frequent? Is a little bit of play on words, but you know we just call it three Fs. Uh, yep. Where do they where do they frequent? Meaning, you know, where do they sort of hang around digitally? What kind of websites uh, they usually go to? What kind of shops they usually go to? Uh, or even um, supermarkets that they would usually visit? Or you know, a certain type of shops that they would usually go? Certain types of coffee they would drink or whatever yeah. right okay so where do they frequent um and then uh fans okay so who do they follow right um so celebrities and 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 and, and people or, or public figures that they would follow um um uh, you know yeah so if you come from a religious background then you you know you, you would use the word i don't know jesus or yeah or yeah or, you know, Brian Houston or Joe yeah. Olsten or whatever, right? Right, right. Um, okay. Yeah, so, so, so this is people-based or brand-based, right? Mm -hmm. So where they frequent, uh, who are they fans, uh, you know, who do, who do they follow, sorry? Um, and finally, uh, fund. So where they spend their money, right? Mm -hmm. So that taps into... So there's, there's some, some overlap in between the three yeah. apps, but, but um, basically, where do they usually hang out physically and digitally? Who do they follow? And where do they spend their money, right? Mm -hmm. So you know, um, on a certain online stores um, or some kind of online buying, or um, you know, if you target people who, who love tech gadgets, then you would start targeting words like Apple or iPhone or or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I kind of want to talk about ad spend a little bit and yeah. how much money should you spend. That's where, uh, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the part that I get hung up on a lot. I think our yes. clients do is yeah. okay. Well, what's this going to cost me? How much should I spend? Mm -hmm. Two hundred a month? Should yeah. I spend a thousand a month? Should I spend yeah. whatever? Um, okay, what are your thoughts just on ad spend in general yeah. and where you should start? Okay, so this is really is the million dollar question we get asked every single day. Yeah, I'm right? sure you do. What's the, yeah, what's the budget? Right. Um, well, yeah, more. That's my yeah, right. That's right. The Always more. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's my answer. Um, okay, so so. Um, let me give you one known metrics uh, based okay. on our experience, right? Um, this is obviously not official from Facebook or anything like that, but just based on the, the campaigns that we run. So this is this metrics called CPM. So co uh, um, cost per a thousand impression, okay. right? Okay. Um, this is the only known um, metrics in regards to cost that we would know. And then the rest is just a matter of reverse engineering based on that, right? Okay. So, um, 
on average right now, you're probably looking at um, about 15 to $20. I'm pretty sure it's quite consistent um, in the US as well, about 15 to $20 per CPM, right? So, so what that means is for every 15 to $20 spent, your ad will show, will show up um, in a thousand people's newsfeed. Okay. Right? Um, that doesn't mean that people are going to either engage or look at your ad, right? That just means that when you spend that money, Facebook will show your ad to a thousand people. Okay. Right? And the, the term for that's impressions, right? When they, the CPM, when the, the M CPM. is really a Greek term, I think. Um, yeah. And, yeah. and, but yeah, CPM is a click, um, sorry, cost per 1000 impressions. impressions. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's um, a good rule of thumb. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, if you really know your numbers and work your numbers, then you just basically reverse engineer based on that fact and budget accordingly. Right. Okay. Um, and it is a minefield, but my rule of thumb always, uh, when I talk to my clients is you should budget no less than a thousand bucks a month on Facebook ads. Now it might sound a lot, sounds, sounds like a lot of money, right? But if you come and if you compare that to traditional media, radio, TV, magazines, newspaper, that's nothing, yeah. right? What are you going to get out of a thousand bucks advertising on newspapers? Right? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, Very that's little. right. That's right. So see, that's the thing. That's, that's the kind of perspective that I always want to put people in, right? When you're advertising in traditional media, radio, you know, all that stuff, right? You're paying for everybody. You're paying for the six-year-old kid and you're paying for the 70, 70-year-old grandma, mm-hmm. right? But on Facebook or any sort of digital advertising, you're selecting the people that you want to, target to that you want to show your ads to, right? Right. Yeah. So that already is, is a massive win already, right? Mm-hmm. And the next question that I would always ask is, the question should... The question is not about how much to budget, it's about how long to budget. Okay. So a lot of people lose perspective based on um, budgeting time, right? Mm. So we always recommend people to budget your time in 90 days, right? So, so if I recommend people to spend no, no less than a thousand bucks a month, you should be budgeting $3,000 over three months and you measure your results every 45 days. Okay. Right. So th- yeah. that takes the emotions out of, oh, my campaign's not working two days in, right? It shouldn't work two days in because Facebook's going to take its time to, to learn the data and all that sort of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, so that's why I say it's, 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 it's like stock investing, right? You know, yeah. so, so you put your money in, you just hold and wait and, and you sort of measure your data and measure your results in a macro sort of sense. Um, and it does get, a bit philosophical like that, right? Um, yeah, yeah. But, but the good thing about that is at that point, like you said, you're measuring it. So you can see whether in 45 days or 90 days, whether yeah. you want to spend more if you're getting yep. the results you want or maybe spend yeah. less. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. So, so that's, that's how I would sort of budget. So $3,000 over three months. Yes, it may sound like sound a lot of money, but you know, you just really need to have enough spent uh, for Facebook to give you the data that you're looking for. And going back to our early discussion, you just need to really be clear in the objective. So in the next 45 days, what is, what is the goal? 
as much traffic as possible to my website so that I can get data to see what my website is performing or you're trying to get sales in the next 45 days, right? Yeah. Um, and then you just basically reverse engineer accordingly. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah. it's like investing, but it's also like, I mean, being a scientist in a sense, you're doing an experiment. Yeah. You're figuring out the data. You're spending $3,000 to say, yeah. okay, after this, I will have some really valuable data yeah. that, and get sales along the way. But yes. I have valuable data that I can use in the future for more yeah. advertising. Yeah. yeah. That's a really 100%. great way to look at it. A hundred percent. And, and I, this is obviously, uh, this is also my advice. You only spend the money. If you only spend the money, sorry, you only spend money that you can lose. Hmm. Right. Okay. So yeah. if you're trying to bet $4,000 on a Facebook, like your last $4,000 onto a Facebook campaign and trying to, you know, revive your, your, your business, forget about it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cold call. Right. <laughs> mm, um, yeah. The first, the first 45 days, if not the first 90 days should, should, um, should be purely data acquisition. You're buying knowledge at okay. that point, yeah. right? You just need to know how much you're paying per click, how much you're paying per lead, how much you're paying per sale. What is your lead to sale, lead to sale conversion rate? You know, that is the most, that is the most valuable exercise you can do for your business instead of trying to go for the home run all the time. Yeah. So good. All right. You just said something right there at the end that I want to talk yeah. about yeah. that you just quickly went through what should people be measuring? So let's say they've, they've, they've got their lead ads in place or they have their traffic driven ads in place. Yeah. They're measuring things for 45 days to 90 days. They're like, yeah. okay, but what should they be measuring to, to know if they're successful or not? Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to repeat myself. So, yeah. uh, uh, your, how much you're paying per click. So your CPC cost per click, okay. how much you, if you're doing lead ads, um, or even if you're driving traffic to your site that has a clear call to action, you should be measuring how much are you paying per lead, right? Mm -hmm. So for example, um, I'm paying three bucks a click, right? And for every 10 people that I drive to my website, I get one lead. <clears throat> so uh, in, in that formula, you're paying $30 a lead, a lead right? And then you've got to measure um, your lead to sale ratio, mm. right? So that's more internal. Um, so, um, so for example, let's say for every five leads that you get for your business, you, you get one sale, right? Mm -hmm. um, so if you reverse engineer that maths, that's uh, $300 per sale, right? Okay. Yep. If you charge $3,000 for a product and you're, you're buying a client at 300 bucks, you do, you do this all day, right? Mm. Um, so that, that will be the metrics that you're, you're measuring. So how much you're paying per click, how much you're paying per lead, how much you're paying per sale, and whether or not you're making money uh, buying that client or buying that customer or losing money buying that customer, right? Mm. If you're making, making money, great, keep, you know, keep doubling down. If you're losing money, um, then the exercise then will become how do I go about optimizing my campaign and optimizing my website so that I'm acquiring, acquiring customers at a profit, not a loss. Right. Yeah, so, right. so if you're, if, if, so even if you're losing money buying clients, I will still be doubling down um, because you're getting, getting business. Yeah. Yeah. And I assume that when somebody works directly with you, you guys are providing them, with these measurements, uh, yeah. these analytics on a regular basis, yeah. right? Yeah. So, you know, in our line of work, every four, 45 days, we do a video report where it's a custom report. So we just do a deep dive on, on all these data and, and, 
and um, and help the clients to make decisions. It's, it's more it's, it's more about making informed decisions and knowing what they're paying for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so yeah. it's good fun. Yeah. Yeah, and and if you're really smart, and if you're re- a really sort of smart business owner, um, you would all also want to go into things like what is the lifetime value of your client. So you might be acquiring a client, a, a customer is at a loss, but if you know that your lifetime value for a client is is, is really high then you know you would so one of our clients who is in the investment space um they know for a fact that um for them to profit out of the client is a two-year cycle mm. right they know that so which is which is gold right so yeah. they just come to me and say alex i just want as much leads out of my um lead at uh at the cheapest rate as possible that's all i want because i know for a fact that once they're in my database in two years time, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be making a profit out of these people. Right. Yeah. So yeah. as long as you have that clarity and, and you use Facebook ads or whatever paid ads vehicle as your vehicle, um, you'll, you'll be winning. Yeah, man, that's good. And, and the lifetime value of a client, I mean, that's such a good thing to think about anyway. It's mm. easy to think about just the sale that's in front of you. They're going to buy this product or buy the service. What yeah. product or service are they going to buy over the entire time that, they're working with you yeah. um, as a customer or client. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Look, it's, it's, it's very different uh, for each business and, you know, obviously for, for e-commerce, for service-based businesses, obviously, yes, we are talking about lifetime value, but for e-commerce business, you know, you would want to, you know, try and try and try and acquire customers at a profit uh, to buy a single product. Um, and obviously you can, you know, do upselling and whatnot. But so, yeah, it's very different for different businesses. Yeah, that's good. In a minute, I want to talk about how you guys specifically at C-Sharp can help people. But before yeah. we get into that, I, I, I'm wondering, with Facebook ads, do you recommend, are Facebook ads better for some industries and not better for others? I mean, do you recommend something like Google ads if they want to go a different direction? What are your thoughts between choosing Facebook versus another channel? Yeah, um, I'm... Uh, okay, let's let's put it this way, right? So ba- basically, the two biggest thing right now is Google Ads versus, versus Facebook Ads. Um, yeah. I'm a huge fan for both. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I always use this analogy: uh, fate, um, Google Ads is like paid TV, right? Is mm-hmm. intent-based marketing. Someone wants an iPhone case, they go on Google and search an iPhone case. And your ad pop up as number one, they click that. Uh, you would pay a premium for that. You would be paying, I don't know, 20 bucks, 30 bucks, 50 bucks a, a click, right? Yeah. Um, but, but the conversion rate is always, always much higher compared to social for Google. So okay. you're paying more money. You need a little a higher budget, um, but it's very, very direct and very, very effective. And, and it always, if the website is great, it will always result in a higher conversion rate using, using Google ads, right? Versus social, social is like free TV, right? So people watch TV for the content um, and then ads pop up. So you're constantly distracting people if you think about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, even, though, even though the targeting is great and you've got so much data points to work with, but the nature of social media ads is you're always distracting people, hmm. right? So, so you just need to think about that, right? So if you're a local plumber or local electrician, I would go Google AdWords all day, right? If you want some short-term wins and you, you, you want to fill your schedule with every week with jobs and stuff like that, 
I'll be doubling down on Google uh, Google AdWords. Mm-hmm. But if you're if you're more of a long term play kind of business, you know, you want to nurture your your audience, you want to combine content strategy on top of your paid ads, then I would hit social. I always say to my clients that don't if you've if you've got a Facebook page with no content and three likes and th- six followers, right? Um, you would want to spend your first 90 days building up content before you start running ads. Mm. Because, you know, on social, you need a lot of credibility. You need a lot of trust. Um, and people on social are generally, um, they don't, don't generally want to trust a lot of brands. And, you know, you would, you know, you would know that you've got all your keyboard warriors typing negative comments and stuff yeah. like that. On there. Yeah. So, so yeah. that's just the nature of the demographic. And, and yeah. Um, so, so you, you will want to spend a lot of energy and time and resources in build to, to make sure you've got good, genuine content first before you, you hit the go button on ads. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and that's one of the things too, like you said, a, a service business, people are generally looking at that or a plumber, like you said, or an electrician when they need it mm. versus, you yeah. know, maybe you have a product that you, people don't even know they necessarily need it or want it. It's a good, yeah. a, a, a good Facebook uh, yeah. ad because it pops up when they're not even yeah. thinking about it. You're like, Oh, that looks interesting. I want to buy that. Yeah. yeah. Like you said, iPhone case or whatever yeah. it is, tech, some sort of tech. That's where I, yeah. I always fall for some sort of tech. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. So the beauty, the beauty of Facebook and social is let's say I'm a snowboarding kid, right? So, and I'm, and as you would, as you, you can imagine my, 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 my timeline or my, my newsfeed is full of snowboard related ads and things. Right. So yeah. there are things that I, don't even know existed, yeah. right? And, and you know, and um, and so Facebook ads is great for that, um, you know, to sort of really niche into a certain cult or a certain yeah. tribe. Yeah. Um, but if you if you're really direct uh, to market and you offer something that is really straightforward and people would always be searching for for like a I don't know like you know if you if you've got a broken tile at 2 a.m. in the morning and your roof is leaking you're not going to go on Facebook right you go on Google and find someone who can come and fix it in 20 minutes yeah. right yeah. so um yeah just going to put that in perspective yeah good stuff yeah. you i mean you have shared so much practical information it's it's yeah. uh just if somebody didn't get something out of this podcast, they weren't listening. <laughs> I think. Yeah, man. And, but, and man, we're, we're only scratching the surface. There's just yeah. so, so much to it. Yeah. Yeah, there is. And, and that's the thing. I, I think we're going to have some listeners and viewers that, like you said, really geek out on this and they're mm-hmm. going to take some of the things you shared and they're going to mm-hmm. try to start implementing them on their own on Facebook. And yeah. that's awesome. And that's kind of yeah. the point, but mm-hmm. we're going to have people that are listening or watching that are going, Oh my God, this is overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even want to mess with this. Um, yeah. I've got a whole, a whole channel to learn everything else for those people. Yeah. Mm. I highly recommend you guys C sharp. Yeah. Um, and you guys, we've worked with you on a, with a number of clients. Yes. You guys know your stuff, but what if somebody needs help? What are the next steps to take to get, to get your guys' help to hire you to help them with the process? Yeah, so like if, if any, any, anyone watching out there or listening out there would like to get in touch and have a chat, uh, just really simple. Our website, c-sharpgroup.com.au. Um, there's a, there's a uh, discovery call that you can book. Um, so, you know, um, we'll, we'll always be happy for, to, to, um, to chat and uh, to look at your needs and look at your business and how we can serve you and whatnot. Um, mind you, though, you are going to be working with an Australian firm <laughs> with yeah. we time zones. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we service uh, around uh, clients around the world and um, we 
love doing that stuff. So csharpgroup.com.au. Awesome. Yeah. And I'll put that in the show notes along with some other things you've shared. And also uh, I'm going to share this a little later with, with all of our listeners and watchers and viewers, but they'll be able to download a resource where we'll all go over, put some more of this data and, and facts that you've shared and tips you've shared in that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I would say, I mean, I know there is a time zone difference and, and that's hard to get used to, but you guys do yeah. work with people all over the world. And yes, like do. I said, we've worked with you here in the U S we've worked with you yeah. a number of, projects with yeah. clients so yeah 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 we love we love that stuff um and uh given given our dollars quite weak at the moment if you're spending us dollars you know you, you're getting a bargain right there so, you go <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Awesome. yeah but um but i think i think for those of those 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 who are watching out there you know trying to give give it a crack themselves i think some of the like do you do you want me to share some of the tips that for for those of who those those of us out there who want to do the, you know, who want to DIY, um, there are yeah. some things that I can Absolutely. Um, share to yeah. see how, you know, to get people started. Absolutely. Let's do it. Yeah. So first of all, um, get your Facebook ad account set up. So don't, don't use the boost post button, right? Yeah. Um, you know, spend, I don't know, half a day or a couple hours watching YouTube, um, you know, just to get your Facebook ad account properly set up. So that includes uh, setting up a, your business managers and all that sort of stuff, right? So that, that info is out there, but make sure you set one up. Okay. Um, understand, secondly, is to understand the difference between a campaign and ad set mm. and an ad and an ad, right? So this is obviously going through the structure of setting up Facebook ads. So you would set up a high level campaign and then within the campaign, you would have different assets, which deals with the audiences. And then within those assets, you can set up individual ads, right? So just really understand that relationship. And thirdly, uh, import your database and create a lookalike audience. That's a no brainer. And start experimenting with the three F principles to set up, set up your uh, saved audience. Man, yep. that's good. And the Facebook pixel, right? We got to get that in there. Yes, install Facebook Pixel onto your website. Onto that's, your website. Uh, that's a no-brainer as well. Yeah. Helpful tips, Alex. Yeah. Thank you so much, man. Thanks for being on the Pleasure. podcast. And uh, yeah, like I said, we're gonna I'm gonna send out more resources. And if they want to work with you, check out C Sharp. It's I want to make sure it's right. Csharpgroup.com.au. Is that right? Yes, csharpgroup.com.au. S E E S H A R P Group.com.au. Awesome. Well, go check that out. And Alex, we'll be talking soon, man. But thanks again for being on the show. Thank you so much, Joe. It was a pleasure. Wow, another great episode. We learned so much from Alex there about how you can optimize your existing Facebook campaigns or get started with a new ad campaign. But we've got options here at the Little Fish Podcast. I try to put everything in your hands for your success. Uh, so I have three options. Choose your own adventure. If you're a DIY person, a do-it-yourself person, and you want to continue to work on this on your own, make sure you go to the Little Fish Podcast and you're subscribed to the email list. I'm delivering a resource every single week that goes along with the episode. Like this resource today, it will list many of the things that Alex has talked about, kind of your own little personal notes on the episode. So check that out. If you're more of a person that wants to do it, but you need help, a done with you approach is my masterclass. It's starting very soon. I talked about it at the beginning of the episode, the School of Marketing Masterclass. It'll be a 12 week masterclass where I'll work with you and other small business owners, a small group to get everything right for your marketing. Uh, and we'll be starting that very soon. And it doesn't matter where you're at. It's gonna be online through Zoom and it'll be a really helpful class, I think for you. If you're interested in that, go to the Little Fish Podcast, 
forward slash masterclass. And then finally, if you just want somebody to do it for you and just not deal with it uh, about Facebook ads, contact Alex at C Sharp Group. But if you need help with your website and messaging, go to notiondesigngroup.com. Uh, we'll work with you on creating this and implementing it and taking it out off your plate, off your, out of your hands so you don't have to worry about it. So there you go. Do it yourself, done with you and done for you. Check out all those options. They're in the show notes. Thanks again for joining me this week on the Little Fish Podcast. You're not going to want to miss our final episode next week where we talk about Google Ads. Some of you, Facebook ads is not the best approach like Alex and I talked about. Some of you need to focus on Google Ads. So I'm going to have John Pfeiffer on the show. He is a small business Google Ads expert. You're not going to want to miss next week. Check it out and I'll see you then. 